Hi, and welcome to Heart to Heart, a relationship advice podcast where I and my associates go online and read questions off of Reddit asking for relationship advice. Hi, I'm Austin. I have a degree in relational psychology from the University of Radiant Gardens. Hi, my name is Cronus. I have a doctorate in psychology from Twilight Town. And I'm Riley. I'm currently pursuing um, a major in communications and a minor in darkness studies um, at the University of Twilight Town as well. Thank you. OTT! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm your host, Darylise. I have, I am a doctoral candidate at the Realms Between Community College, and shall we get started? Let's get into it. All right. I see drama this so I week. Bet... Oh, tell me about it. I got a good one off of Reddit. What'd y'all find in your deep dive? Lots of jealousy going on. Lots of jealousy. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. read one. I couldn't find it. I really wish I could, because uh, I would have used that one. But I found like this whole big thing about a lion getting um, gaslit by somebody who was supposedly his friend. Ah, oh, man, I wish I could have found it, and I wish I had saved it. Oh, oh that would have been so good to do because I think we. We often don't realize that we need to hold our friends accountable just like we do we would do a romantic partner. Absolutely. That's you know, a good point. Social currency is only as valuable as I don't know where I was going with that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good point because while there's a lot of power to be had in friendships and a lot of power one can gain from their friends and those connections, you still need to hold them accountable and know that if you're not charging the battery, then you're going to be the biggest nobody of them all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So who would like to share their story story first? And we can do a, a, a deep dive into what we think could help this person out. I mean, I could go first if you'd like. That would be lovely, Austin. Thank you so much. So this one is titled, My Ex is Making New Friends, uh, by user XXLunaDivinerXX. Very MySpace MySpace style name. (laughs) Axel, my ex, and I work together. And at first, it was great. We had this plan to move up in the company together. We were always pushing towards the same goals. And everything was perfect. But while I was noticed and moved up the ranks, he always got stuck with the icky jobs. Before I knew it, we'd just started to drift apart. We never, like, officially broke up. But at some point, we both just kind of knew it was over. Recently, though, we've had some new hires at work, and he's been spending so much time with them, helping them with their work, hanging out afterwards, 
I even saw him take them to get ice cream at our favorite place. That was our place. We would always go there and talk about everything and nothing all at once. I know they aren't romantically involved. They are way too young for him. But for some reason... I sure hope so. I'm so jealous. It's like I'm going berserk. I've been taking it out on the new hires. I'm their supervisor. And trying to give them jobs that'll isolate them so they can see how I feel. I know it's shitty, but I've always had problems controlling my anger. How do I deal with my jealousy? Is there any chance of rekindling our relationship? Too long didn't read? My ex has new friends and I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do want to say, starting off, I think it's kind of good that you recognize that you're being an asshole. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It is is very self-aware, at least. It's better than not thinking that what you're doing is wrong, because it is wrong, my friend. The first step is admitting it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think what you can definitely tell, uh, especially throughout the entire thing, is they have a lack of communication. Absolutely. Luna Diviner, did you tell your best friend that, or tell your ex that you didn't want to move on and that you wanted to stay together? Or what's, what's going on? They never even had the conversation where they officially broke up. So clearly these lines of communication just aren't strong and established between them which is probably why the relationship didn't work they needed to open up and be direct with each other yeah and the hard thing now is because of those breakdowns in communication there's going to be these built-up resentments and misunderstandings and um a lot of stuff that is possible to chew through and kind of unpack but it's gonna take more work because they hadn't established that communication to begin with um, communication is absolutely the basis for conflict and conflict management theory. Um, but what's really interesting here is, as you all know, um, when you're doing conflict, you need to figure out exactly what the other person's, like, position and stuff is on the relationship and on this. Uh, because when you assume what the other person is thinking, you're almost always wrong. So I think it'd be really good mm-hmm. for Lunar, Luna Diviner and um, Axel to talk about like what do they think about the relationship as it was and as it is now and if they even want to continue having a any sort of relationship friendship and the, you know to come have a base of where to start yeah absolutely mhm i also <clears throat> feel that maybe they should at minimum luna diviner if not all of these people should distance themselves from this company it sounds rather toxic Clearly, Lunar Diviner is making a a toxic work environment for these new hires, Mm -hmm. but there's no way that's going unnoticed, if not, and and if they can't then go to Luna's supervisor and work this out in some way, at least get transferred so they're under someone else, then this company might not have the right environment to to foster healthy relationships and to, to help any of these people in their current situation. You know, that's a very that's good That's a point. very good point. Yes. Um, well, it's Absolutely. also the fact that... Oh, go ahead. I think a lot of the times we overlook our environment. So sometimes getting out of, like, that that position of power, because it sounds like Luna Diviner is a supervisor while 
their ex is underneath them. So maybe getting out of that work environment, sitting down as equals and having a conversation would change the trajectory of where this relationship's going. And it would give Luna Diviner the opportunity to see past their jealousy. There's there's also some very, very blatant projection going on here, like, Mm -hmm. and misdirection, um, where, you know, they admitted that they knew it was wrong, but when you're in a position of power and you're taking, you're, you're being angry at the wrong person, um, that is only gonna come back and bite you even harder, not even from Axel, but from your two new, like, employees, you're gonna... Yeah. It's not going to end well for you, my friend. You need to really focus on who you're actually upset at. Yes. Absolutely. Communication is key. They openly admit they have anger issues. I think they should see a therapist. Uh, If not just full-on anger management, Mm -hmm. then at least a therapist to to work through some of this anger. It's probably a lot of repressed feelings now, just finding any gap to let out. uh, Mm -hmm. And just having a a healthy, safe outlet for that could help tremendously with their their anger issues. Well, you'd think if if their place of work is like pretty well well established and, you know, they end all of that, they would provide... um, therapeutic services to their people or at least like an employee helpline. I know a lot of companies do that in this new wave of mental health awareness that's coming through. Maybe even suggest that. I do want to I do want to take a little brief moment here and say that we all strongly advocate for seeking help when you need it and if you feel like you need some people to talk to, you want some opinions on how to um, go about starting your journey with therapy, join our Discord server today and get some professional opinion. Let us know if you would like to join our Discord. We will absolutely give you relationship advice. Um, another good reason to join our Discord, if you are looking to go into these fields, you know, maybe you're at TT, maybe you're at, you know, anywhere else, uh, come on in and talk to us. We've been in the field for a while. I'd love to meet people from my alma mater. It'd be great to reconnect and talk about teachers and professors that we, we enjoyed. And I could always use study buddies. Um... If you find yourself in a similar position, you definitely understand. Some of those classes, a little obscure, a little complicated. The minor mostly. I for sure have a professor that like comes in and will be like, this is important to learn and then immediately leaves. Um, uh, It's. I never know what's important to learn because he leaves before I get the chance to like. Is that Professor Michael? Yes, yes. It is Professor Professor Michael? Yes. I've heard some he shitty things about that. him. Not to gossip. Yes. 
Not uh, yes, we're, we don't gossip on this podcast. We only give. Never. We've never gossiped on this podcast. Advice, not once. Mm-hmm. Not once ever. <laughs> not once. Riley, ever. would you like to read your Reddit post? Oh God. Good luck to you, Luna Diviner. Yes, Luna Diviner. Good luck. I would love to. Okay. So it took me a little bit to find what what really stood out. But I think I finally settled on this post um, in r slash relationships because it has a little bit of a different um, approach than a lot of the top posts that you see in that um, community. So we'll see we'll mm-hmm. see what happens here. Um this is from user Coping Queen 18. Okay. It's titled My Female Dear Husband Male Leaves on Mysterious Trips with No Contact and see. First time what? poster, longtime reader, an obligatory apology for formatting as I'm on mobile. Using a throwaway account because I'm confident dear husband and friends are avid Reddit users. And because of the nature of my work, my anonymity when venting is a must. So here it goes. For some context, dear husband and I have been married for over 20 years. And for the most part, it's been a dream. In most things, we operate as a team, keeping one another in the loop and making informed decisions together. Recently, though, he's essentially disappeared on an, quote, important business trip, end quote, and left me to run everything. And I mean everything. His friends, colleagues, and everyone else in the kingdom keep coming to me with questions and issues for the most part. That's not a problem because, or for the most part, that's not a problem because trust me, I can run this shit. I'm sorry. Can you say this on, say that on, on this? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're totally fine with uh, cussing. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to check. Yeah. Fabulous. Fantastic (laughs) shit. Um, So Coping Queen 18 says, they can run this shit. However, no one else really knows where he is either. I've received a handful of very vague and less than helpful letters from him, assuring me he's handling very important matters and he needs our support. Excuse me? It's my support? Where's the support when I head your council while you're away and they scoff because I don't have an answer for where you are? Do you know how embarrassing it is to make decisions on your behalf? with no explanation or guess as to when you'll return. I feel so frustrated and a little suspicious of what he's up to, but mostly angry that I'm not in the loop. I feel like communication goes a long way and just want answers. Get it, coping queen. Mostly needed to vent, but open to thoughts and feedback. Oof. Coping queen, you sound like you are going through it. I think they hit the nail on the head. Oh, yes. Yes. Whatever's going on, it doesn't matter yet. The important thing is the no contact and the no explanations. Yeah. As we were talking about with Luna Diviner, that open line of communication and clear communication, especially if you're leaving, is super important. Leaving, and not only that, but Mm -hmm. leaving responsibilities on your partner without yeah. any explanation that is yeah that's not partnership even no, just asking for no. support Unhealthy. without seeing to give any in return yeah. yeah that's very one-sided and it sounds like 
even if Coping Queen 18, like, was capable of giving support, she doesn't know. She doesn't know what's going on. How is she supposed to support dear husband? Right. And I find it concerning, maybe, that the way she's framed this is that this is very out of the norm. Completely out of the brew. Yeah. Blue. Everything has been peaches and roses. <laughs> Everything has been totally fine thus far. And then out of nowhere, your partner of over 20 years disappears and no explanation when that's not the norm. I would I would probably be calling the authorities concerned that my partner had been kidnapped or something. Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> this this sounds a lot going back to my professor that keeps leaving. He says, like, this is important. Um, something mm -hmm. that our teacher's aide has learned to do um, is kind of, like, holding him in place, but, like, not, in, like, holding him physically. But I've noticed that he kind of blocks the way until he gets answers. Um, but it oh. doesn't help because the other two teacher's aides kind of, like, need constant supervision um mm. so yeah there's not a lot that teacher's aide can do you know right that's a hard but one that's a whole I, post in itself <laughs> i am not a fan of ultimatums i think ultimatums are uh can have the potential to be extremely toxic but it sounds like yes. coping queen may need to reach out to her husband husband and say hey we need to talk and i need to know i you need to share some information like you know an offer he can't refuse right i think you're on to a really good point because you're right ultimatums a little dangerous we don't want to play with things that are trying to be controlling of other people's behavior but a good way to establish that I I have needs that aren't being met is to really assess her boundaries and be like, I'm not going to tell you what you're doing. That's the key, coping queen. You're not going to tell husband right. in this scenario what he's going to do and control his behavior, but you are going to notify him what you're going to do in response. So your boundary could be something yes. like if you... If I don't see you or hear from you in the next week, then I am going to respond X, Y, Z, and I'm going to behave accordingly. That way he right. can choose if he gives you that information or not, or, you know, whatever the case is, whatever your request is, basically. He can choose, um, but the consequences of that choice are your responsibility to act um, on and hold to your boundaries. I want to yes. I want to add to going down a little bit of a different veer here. Um I think coping coping queen too obviously needs to handle that but it sounds like you are very very stressed out, overworked, doing things that aren't usually on your plate to do alone. Uh you should really 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 make sure too that you are taking care of yourself. Self-care. Absolutely. Taking breaks. Step away. Because you know what? Things won't... 
I know it seems like you have to get everything done right this moment, but if you're falling apart at the seams, it's not going to mm-hmm. get done to the quality that it could if you take a moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this oh, could be a great opportunity to expand your support system beyond what it normally is. Yes. Yes. Make sure to reach out and uh, and get that support from your support system and maybe even find some new support during this time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's allies. <laughs> well, Coping Queen, we wish you the best of luck and we're so sorry that you've been left with a bunch of responsibility you don't normally handle. But it sounds like you have got this under control and you just need to make sure that dear husband knows what your boundaries are and make sure you hold them. Mm-hmm. Pronus, would you like to read your Reddit entry? Yes, one second. Um, so my entry actually has an update where it's like the problem is no longer a problem. Um, but I still think it would be good to go over it, discuss it, and I don't think you guys are ready for how this problem was solved. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm nervous. So, Agreed. This, this story comes from somebody that's going by Melodious Nocturne 9. And there, the title is, I, male, have an annoying coworker. Very, very co-worker businessy today on this episode. Um, Yeah. It reads, I work in this organization that runs around and travels a lot, which is cool, I guess, but taxing and cuts into my free time. I have this co-worker, female, we will call her Priscilla, since she's a priss and is constantly dissing me and it's getting on my nerves. I already have X-Face, another co-worker, constantly snapping at me to get to work. I don't need her taunting me and killing my rhythmic flow. Larcine (laughs) is always doing so much and should worry about herself instead of worrying about what I'm good and not good at. Do any of you have any advice on how I can get the witch to keep my name out of her mouth? Maybe even how to ensure I don't have to see her again. While we're at it, if you have any advice on how I can get my bosses to let me just stay at the castle instead of sending me out, that would be great. Thanks and rock on. TLDR. Which of a coworker is constantly running her mouth and insulting me, looking for advice on how to solve this? And now here is the update. Yeah, we call her Larkseen, but don't worry about me outing her name. She's dead. It made what? her a lot oh less God. annoying. Thanks again. <gasps> Did this just end in murder? Hold on. You what? know what? Nothing... She said, "How do I get rid of her?" And then she's dead. Mm. Um. Yeah, Reddit. Melodious Nox, really not. not only did you let out her name without meaning to, you also just uh, sounds like you made yourself a suspect in a murder case. Oh my goodness. My lands. They're surely not. Surely something, they weren't involved in something like that and then updated the post. You know? No one would know. actually, like, confess, right? Like, it's happened on Reddit before, if I'm honest. Um, all I know is that it said, she's dead. It made her a lot less annoying. Thanks again. 
That is so incriminating. I really what hope the comments of, of this causes? post look like? Um, you know, I was scrolling through, and there was some being like, you know, typical Reddit comments. I've never been on Reddit before. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> divorce, breakup. Divorce. That's... You know, there was some that were just like, oh man, he totally killed her. There was some, I'm sure there was some that were like, hmm. Ghost, I don't know. You know how Reddit is. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Uh well, um I think the only advice I have for Melodious Nocturne uh is be truthful when the cops ask questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have left. <laughs> No, no, um, no. I, this is just so wild. You know, you know, going uh going back to your thing from before she died, in the future if you have a problem with a coworker and your bosses aren't like seeming to care or, you know, really putting a stop to it, make sure you look around and see if that is a good environment for you to be in. Um especially as you said, you're having problems with your bosses as well. So, if you mm-hmm. did kill I would have really recommended just trying to look for a different job um, rather than that. But if you didn't kill her, yeah, I'd still think maybe look into a different job if it's not, if it's ruining your rhythmic flow. Right. Yeah. Based on a lot of allusions to it in this post, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this person's probably a musician. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's time that you, you quit the corporate gig and you, you follow your focus, passions and, and focus start on that your band. music career. Yeah. As long as you didn't kill this woman. Future, just for uh, everybody else too who read it, make sure you're not outing people's names. Yeah, don't dox people and also don't murder people. And if yeah. you do, don't admit to it on the internet. Which we're not saying you did. On the but. No, it just has some. It has some potential implications. Uh, if you are Melodious Nocturne, could you reach out um, at Heart to Heart Psychology at Gmail dot com and let us know how exactly she died. I'd very much I... like to follow up with Melodious Nocturne on future episodes. So yeah, that'd be great. Um, again, that is heart to heart psychology at gmail.com. And also, if you didn't like killer, um, and you know, you tell us that she died in a certain way, I still think you you should probably look into some therapy as well. And we're happy to hook you up. Join us at our Discord today. Yes. And if you have interesting Reddit stories to submit, you can use that same email or just to, you know, chit chat. We're happy to help. Absolutely. Good luck, Melodious Nocturne. I'm good luck with that court I'm hearing. My work has become a little easier. Uh, good luck in court. Uh, all right. So I guess that brings us to. All right. Uh, Darylise. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. 
from at Roxas Your Soxas. I, male 15, don't remember my ex. This is my first time posting. My best friend said this was a good place to get a laugh, at least, from my situation. Anyway, I have never been in a relationship before, but everyone that I know keeps talking about how I had this ex and that I was better when I was with him and that I am basically useless without him. But I don't know because I have no memory of this happening, nor do I even remember meeting someone like the person they describe. Could I have amnesia? To be honest, I don't even remember anything from before I joined my organization. But I keep running into this white-haired guy who keeps telling me I'm not myself. Anyway, how do I find my identity outside of this past relationship and make everyone see me for who I am? TLDR. Everyone who knew me with my ex before says I was better with him than without him. How do I make people realize I am my own person? Oh, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, this is heavy. Yeah. It, it, I think they're on the right track. Well, I think if you're surrounded um, by people who are telling you that you were better with your ex, you need to look at your support system there, friend, because they are not supporting you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right. But also the the fact I that agree. they don't remember this as X at all is rather troubling. Yes, I I definitely think they should be seen by a medical professional. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I have amnesia. theories. Amnesia doesn't just happen, so yeah, mm-hmm. maybe look into that. I would absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely recommend seeing a professional that can review some more context because while we can have theories all day long, and I do have an amount of theories, um, it, I think it'd be in their best interest regarding the amnesia specifically to see possibly, you know, a trauma therapist or just some kind of medical professional that can put you in the right direction because that should not be diagnosed over a podcast. <laughs> Well, I do agree that you should see a psychologist. Maybe also see a doctor, though. Yes. Uh, Just in general, in case there is some medical reason. There's many causes. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's many options and causes that this could be. Nothing that our podcast would feel comfortable diagnosing. But definitely reach out to a therapist or a medical professional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I'm a little I'm a little concerned. This poster said they're 15. They have amnesia. Why are your guardians not stepping up to do something? Uh if you're having problems there as well, I would say you definitely need to reach out cuz that doesn't seem very normal to me either. Mm. I would also like to know what kind of organization employs 15-year-olds with amnesia. Yeah. If this Are is, they in the cult? I was going to say a gang. Mm, that could also be the case. It could be either way. I've just never heard of a 15-year-old referred to a gang or a cult as an organization. You know? Mm-hmm. This isn't... I don't think this is the first time we've heard that term for someone's workplace tonight. You're right. Yeah. Demix said they work in an organization. Not Demix. Melodious. Not 
turn. <laughs> they work in the dark. <laughs> You're right. Melodious oh, Hopkins shit. said they work in the organization. <laughs> Don't dox people, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I really... Huh. Addressing the question that Roxas, your Soxis, posed... As in, how do I make people realize I am my own person? What would you guys like? How do you claim your individuality? Uh, well, I think first and foremost, it's important to distinguish that you can't make anyone realize anything. You can't make them believe or agree or see your side. You can advocate for yourself and you can treat yourself with that autonomy and you can establish a boundary uh, that you expect the same treatment. Otherwise you won't spend time with these people. And then again, the ball is in their court. If they do not um, meet you there, then you'll be spending time with a different support system or they will meet you there and they'll treat you accordingly. I, I agree with that. I think definitely owning your individuality comes with owning your boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, don't be afraid to if since you you seem to be having a little bit of a uh, a memory problem. Your identity is not static, and it will never be static throughout your life. It's constantly going to change. So just flow mm -hmm. with what feels right for you. And then kind of like what they said, those, those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. A wise, very wise philosopher said that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it seems the running theme of our podcast this evening is communication owning your boundaries and don't murder or at least don't don't, don't like admit to it on the internet mm -hmm. i mean generally mm -hmm. don't murder but yeah if you're gonna don't say it online like i once again <laughs> yeah, want to reiterate yeah. um at melodious nocturne if you hear this we really would like to know what happened to priscilla um, you can reach us at heart to heart psychology at gmail.com. That's heart T O heart psychology at gmail.com. We look forward to getting your questions. Yeah. Well, I also, I want to make sure we don't forget to let everybody know about the, uh, event we have coming up. Um, this weekend, just... we're going to be. Just two days from now, right? Right. Just two days from now, we're going to be having um, the the little meet and greet um, at the courtyard on the north side of town. Oh. The north side of town courtyard meet and greet. Um, we'll be handing out Which information town? about the psychology town. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fool's town. I thought you were going to say like Twilight Town. 
right on the north side of Twilight Town. Um, and we're going to be handing out pamphlets with information on like relationship tips and communication tips, the love languages, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, we'll be happy to meet you guys and, you know, come hang out with us. There's going to be food and live music. Um, but it's just lo-fi we beats. Even so. have... <laughs> we even have the local sea salt ice cream vendor who was going to cater. So join us there. Yeah. So remember to mark your calendars for Friday, April 1st, 2022. We can't wait to meet you guys. I feel something else on yours. Or is it just our meet and greet? I double, triple checked. It's definitely just the meet and greet because I felt like I was forgetting something. April 1st, that's just an okay, average okay. day. Yeah, it's just another right. day where, where we talk about psychology. That's just what we do on April 1st. Mm-hmm. What we do on the Heart to Heart podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember everything. I think... <laughs> Do you guys have anything else to say to Luna Diviner, Melodious Nocturne, Roxas Your Soxus, or Coping Queen? Um, I want to say just to them, to everyone, life is hard sometimes. You are getting through it the best you can. You're doing great. Seek help when you need it. And don't accidentally frame yourself for murder. Thank you. I don't think I'd say it better than that. I think that was very good. I do have one more thing to add. I come to a close for this episode. As Riley said, we have our meet and greet on April 1st. We also have our new email where you can send Reddit stories you find, stories that apply to you, and... From all of us here at Heart to Heart. April Fools. April Fools. I really am a psychology major, though. Thank you. In actuality, though, today's intro and outro song is Dearly Beloved from from Melody of Memories. You can find a link to our Discord in the show notes. And that's all from us this week. Bye. 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 Hold on, I'm getting that email address so that. (laughs) Fantastic. I was going to do that. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Improv is the one thing I'm decent at. You're fucking stellar improv. All of you are. That's why we're badass D&D gamers. Absolutely. You know, when I wrote that, I really didn't think that we were immediately going to jump on the, yeah, you definitely murdered, but I'm so glad we did. I I don't think any of us (laughs) knew we were doing that. It just happened. I feel like Demix would have eventually, just to dox him. Uh, (laughs) If you didn't know, that was Demix, friends. This is the goof, friends.
And we now have a an email address for the podcast. <laughs> I fucking love it. I I am putting in the work today. Thank you. Thank you.